best games. A lob and a one oh, baby. The best stories. Both teams respect each other. It's good rivalry. The best area high school sports coverage. Overtime in the Division One semifinal. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Wakanda's presentation of Prep Mania right here at 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand, your leader locally for high school sports coverage. I'm Alex Strofe. I'm not the reason we're the leader, though. I'm alongside the dean of area high school sports, the man, the myth, the legend, my right-hand man, my partner in crime, the great Dennis Semrai with me. Dennis, how are you? You get paid by the word for that, uh... Yeah, you. Can, I have to send you a check. I was just about to say, the check better be in the mail at this okay. point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, a big show for you tonight as we talk all things high school sports in the area. I think we're talking about every sport under the sun tonight as Wanakee state champion head coach in football, Pat Rice, will join us at 615. Sun Prairie Baseball state winning head coach from a year ago. Head coach Rob Hamilton will join us at 630. And... Miss Wisconsin in basketball, Cammie Pepler of Hortonville High School will join us at 6.45. We're talking to a lot of stars tonight, Dennis. Yes, we are. A championship. Uh, and Hortonville was ranked number one and got upset in the sectionals. Yeah. So uh, uh, we could be talking to a state champion in basketball, too. But, but hey, she is uh, a UWM recruit, UW-Milwaukee recruit. Miss uh, basketball, the award started in 1982. Yeah. So 40 years ago. And uh, with uh, Title IX being the 50th year, you know, it's kind of another significant number there. But, uh, yeah, a point, nice point guard. And, uh, again, uh, it's hard to believe this week we're supposed to have a lot of activities, but the athletic directors and coaches I talked to today said, uh, we'll see. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I'm hearing. So it, it comes down to Saturday. Found out today that I will be in Milwaukee at – Am Fam Field, and of course it was said Miller Park a couple of times in the conversations, <laughs> but Am Fam Field, uh, much like Fiserv has the Bucks host high school teams, um, it goes back to I believe the county stadium days they had some teams coming in. Now with of course with the roof and whatever, uh, Sauk Prairie was there about four or five years ago. I remember they uh, remember it well because uh, the Brewers were playing after. I think it was uh, Boston was in town for it. It was an interleague game. Anyway, um, they tell us you're coming in because it's a Brewer game and we're playing after the game that they parked us in the media lot. We go walking down the tunnel just like I always went in back and forth to tell the guys. But, okay, you're not supposed to talk to any players. Stay uh, between the lines. Don't get run over by the carts going back (laughs) and forth and that. So we so we walk past what's the um, the warning track you can see out in the field the gates are usually open there. A uh, player walks in and starts just chatting the players up and the kids are like, uh, "Coach, what? You know we're not supposed to talk, right? Yeah, he's just chatting them up. It's Corey Knable. Oh, really? That day the Brewer closer blew the game and Corey became the closer the next day. Oh, wow! So they got to talk to him the day before, and all the uh, so all the kids became Corey Knable fans right away. That's a great. And, uh, and so we go walking in. We had the game, and, and it was afterwards that uh, we were playing a team uh, from Illinois whose uh, grandson uh, is grand, uh, was playing of Steve Land, who's a former Badger baseball coach. And uh, th- that's a team that had been there a lot of times. And 
I think we lost 16 to nothing. We had three hits, but one of the hits was a booming double to the gap under the warning track, and uh, I think the kid still has the ball from that one. Uh, one of the uh, players who'd never pitched before and wanted to went out to the bullpen, and then uh, Darren Pape, the coach, got to do the wave him in, and he comes trotting in, trotting in from the bullpen. Yeah, that's great. So it was all these experiences for these kids. Now they're going to be playing. Uh, Mount Horeb is actually playing right before. Uh, New Holstein in a non-conference game. And then uh, Sauk Prairie will be playing at 7 against uh, Monona Grove. Oh, Another neat. non-conference game, actually. I was thinking it was Oregon. And Oregon and Wanakee are playing, I believe, the day before. Okay, There's a bunch of games. And with the Brewers now being out of town, there's a lot less restrictions. I was calling. Nobody knows. Well, just pull up to the front gate and walk in kind of a thing. There's no admission charge. Right. So if you're in the Milwaukee area and want to see some high school baseball at AmFam Field, Saturday's a great play, place to uh, uh, play, you know, a great day to do it. Yeah, no doubt. So back in the Miller Park days, not that long ago, back when I was in high school, uh, I was not an athlete, Dennis, as we've talked about many times on this program. <laughs> I'm not, not an athletic guy, um, but I was a baseball PA announcer, and I went to Denmark High School up near Green Bay, and Denmark had the opportunity to play after a Brewers game that was midday during the week against uh, Green Bay East in a non-conference game, and Denmark being the quote-unquote home team, I had the opportunity to PA announce within AmFam Field, and oh, as a, God. I think That's I was, great. I think I was 16 at the time. Uh, it was the coolest experience to hear my voice boom throughout the stadium, which wasn't that full, of course. Did they tape it? Uh, I don't know that they have. Oh, I have not okay. seen a, t- okay. a tape of it, but. Um, but yeah, that was one of the uh, holy crap! This is awesome moments uh, oh, from my wow. time in high school. Now, do you have to when you're doing PA in a big building like yeah. that? Do you have to like change the way that you do it because of an echo? That's an interesting question, and that's Hunter Vaughn running the show for us here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Uh, not really. I don't think I did. I, I think I kind of did the same thing, but it definitely echoed to your point, right? Because it wasn't full like a Brewers game typically right. is, because it's after the Brewers game, you know, an hour and a half later. Uh, just the high school fans are there, so just the lower bowl was, I don't know, maybe a quarter full. Uh, I, I still did it the same way, I think, um, but, but no, it was, a, it, was, it was a unique experience that not a lot of people get to have, so uh, it, was, it was one I, I reflect on a lot because it was, it was really neat. Well, when I went with Sauk Prairie, it was the, the invited, baseball coach invited me. I drove up with Josh Boyer, the athletic director, team bus. The team had a whole day. They had breakfast and saw in, uh, I think, Prairie Sack. And then did the whole whole route with it, yeah. it, it, which is pretty phenomenal. But I've been in the press box so many times, having covered the Brewers for a long time. I actually was in the in the dugout, and the the uh, because the Wisconsin team was playing, Sock Prairie got to be in the Brewers dugout. So uh, Darren Paper got to be the 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 Craig Council. So it was like you know <laughs> waving the guy in and all this, and we're hanging on the just like you know during the game we're hanging on the edge like to see the players and the and the railing and no home runs to celebrate or walk offs or anything like that for it. But so I was down there in the dugout the whole time, and I tried That's to awesome. take some pictures. But this time around, I'm going to have we're going to have parents for both of the teams take some shots, so I don't have to worry about that. I can just kind of hang out and talk to the kids. You just unlocked a deeper memory from that moment I was just talking about. So I split PA announcing duties. I take that back. So Green Bay East announced when they were batting, oh, Den- and I announced Denmark was batting, and I was also working for the Denmark area newspaper at the time so when i didn't have to announce i would run down from the press box down to the uh field and shoot pictures 
and then I'd run back up oh. during the second half. Oh man, it was man. it was hectic. It was wild. Well, you're 16. You're just young. Yeah, you I, I, had stuff, right? Right? I had the energy. Right, I had the energy. So uh, good memories, and and those kids will have some great memories as, as you talk about Dennis. The Saturday upcoming uh, for the Mount Horeb kids locally, but all the teams playing. You said two games on Saturday. Well, the, the, that's with the local teams. I'm not sure. Uh, we're speculating there's probably a one o'clock game and and uh, maybe a ten o'clock game in the morning. Sure. But uh, I haven't seen a schedule that's posted for it. Um, but again, you have, to do that, you have to sell a certain amount of tickets. And another memory from it, uh, Sock Prairie had three games they were supposed to sell tickets for. One of them was Father's Day. And I went, oh, I want to I go to a brew game on Father's yeah. Day. Jimmy Nelson pitched a 2-1 to complete game. And if, but a few weeks later, remember he got that. hurt diving back into first yeah, base. It was that. never the same. And at that point, he, I, he was on one of my fantasy teams. I'm like, Father's Day, Nelson <laughs> wins. I think the bro- here's the Brewers' ace for the next decade. Holy Dennis! Oh, and it was so it, it was such a, it was a great experience. So now, uh, when I talked to Colleen Nesheim, the AD at yeah. uh, uh, Mount Horb earlier today, she said that yeah, they haven't any problem selling tickets for the games that they got. Oh, I bet. Uh, but you have to sell so many thousands. It's just like with a Bucks game. That's the part. But usually you. You hit up the boosters, the parents, and you know just get out and get a couple a buses rented, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a fun day. I know for uh, for Mount Horb, they were talking about a number of teachers were buying it, using that as like an outing, uh, you know, uh, for the, for their departments or whatever. A staff uh, outing, a great, right? Yeah, it's a great, That's great awesome. opportunity. So and and to cheer your kids, and they get to play on a major league field. Yeah, think it's about that unbelievable that opportunity because uh, oh, I, I bet ninety nine percent, if not a hundred percent, of those yeah. kids will never have that opportunity again. So. I'm waiting for the first kid to pull his phone onto a selfie at home plate. <laughs> Is that where so, we're at? Some, some, oh, somebody's got to do it. I'm sure. Uh, wouldn't you get? Wouldn't I, you get kicked out? I think you need the right umpire to be able yeah, to pull right. that off. Yeah. I, I'm sure you turn around and say. Uh, sir, would you mind, you know, and uh, as the umpire, hey, as long as I'm in the picture, right. probably, uh, you know, yeah. get you in the catcher, cheering, okay, all right. I, I don't know if my uh, if my umpire ticket with the WIA is still active, but if they need an ump, I'll volunteer my services. Oh, and uh, Yeah, I'm not sure who the umpire is. I'm a little occupied uh, on that's Saturday. That's a good point. I'll have to, this time I'll have to talk to the umpires, too, find out if they're local or uh, if they brought it in the Milwaukee or if the umps came right. from... From either Monona or Because even for the umpires, Dennis, that's an amazing opportunity. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's once in a lifetime, maybe twice in a lifetime stuff. So this is is pretty awesome. I understand why you're looking forward to it. Well, I mean, it's the same thing the first time that when the Brewers uh, were the first team to play the interleague against the Cubs at Wrigley. And I got to go down for that one. And I remember I walked out of the dugout, and the first thing I said was, let's play two. And I'm looking around, and I hear this laughter. It's Mark Loretta, the Brewers' second <laughs> baseman, who went to Northwestern, cut a lot of classes to go to Cubs games. And he said, Dennis, you beat me to it. I was going to say it. And I'm thinking of Ernie Banks and all that. And as a writer, to step on hallowed ground. Yeah. You, know, you talk about in uh, the movie uh, Bull Durham, Kevin Costner's character talks about all the stadiums there, you know, these grand you know, uh, you know, facilities and whatever, and you're thinking – Wow, this is pretty cool. And it's easy to get when you when I, I cover the Brewers for I think over about twelve, thirteen years for the Capital Times. And you know, you can say, Wow, you know, you kinda of take your job for granted. But no, every time I got to show up at the ballpark, I'm thinking I'm getting paid to be here. I'm st- that's the baseball fan in me. You don't want to tell your bosses that, yeah, I want to get in here, it's my job. Yeah. But uh that's that's where you can kind of mix the the uh, you know growing up as a kid uh, wanting to be a center fielder playing uh, for Mickey Mantle the Yankees or Pete Rose playing right. you know uh, 
but to be there as a writer, you know, I never made Major League Baseball, but I got to cover it as a writer. You and sure did. I still, I still take that um, as a career highlight. Yeah, and so. uh, a story you've told many times that I'll tell shortly here for you is the, is the foul ball that ruined your laptop. Yeah, in the, the press box, uh, the Brewers when they uh, got CC Sabathia. Remember that great run? And that day, I was uh, assigned to do a column on CC after the game, and uh, I have Tom Hodricourt. From Journal Sentinel, just yep. retired to my left, Vic Fearheard, former writer of the State Journal, on my right, two Hall of Fame guys, two two guys that I've learned so much from, I always and I always respect, and we're all concentrating trying to finish up because if the Brewers win, they cl- they clinch a spot based on another game, and all of a sudden there's this crash and look and a foul ball, Derek Lee had hit a foul ball up in the press box and it took out my the, my screen. And uh, I, now I'm all worried that, one, i got to file a story, but, two, I've got to go down to post game. Yeah. These guys are celebrating. I don't want to get any beer or alcohol poured on me because i got to drive now back to Madison. And if I get pulled over, can you try explaining, oh, officer, I wasn't drinking. I was at the Brewers game. And I, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm all really nervous. <laughs> I, I, it's literally when you, you walked into the clubhouse before the celebrating started, Everything's covered in plastic. It's all the furniture's pulled out. Everything that can be damaged. Yeah, you know it's so surreal. And I'm thinking the stuff I see on TV. I'm actually here as part of that. So when I see Sophia Minnert do things like when the Brewers club ball, I mean that, that, it throws back memories that all time stuff. It, it, it's cool to be that's part of your job, and it is. I mean it's a grind. Uh, a lot of my days covering the Brewers for 14, 16 hour days, driving back and forth right. in the time there, but. Uh, you still take it, to, you know. Enjoy the opportunity to do it. And again, these kids are going to be—they're going to feel like major leaguers when they get to play there on Saturday. No doubt about it. He's Dennis Semmer. I'm Alex Stroff. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or check current inventory on their website at Zimbraconda.com. We'll be joined by a WFCA Hall of Famer, the head coach of the state champion football team, the Wanakee Warriors, Pat Rice, will join us next at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN. Alex Strofe with the Dean, Dennis Semrau, with you until 7 o'clock tonight. We've got a stacked lineup for you tonight. And we start right now as we go to the First Midwest Bank phone line. First Midwest Bank, a division of Old National Bank, to be joined by a WFCA Hall of Famer, the longtime head coach of the Wanakee Warriors football team, and a reigning state champion, the great Pat Rice, joins us now on prep mania pat thanks so much for the time i want to start with the uh, the wfca conference which took place over the weekend here in the madison area uh, i know you were there uh, tell me about that experience how great was that well first of all thanks a lot for having me um yeah it was great it, it always is it it never never fails to to be a great opportunity to get together with a lot of the co- our colleagues and um we had a, a really nice uh uh, attendance was great. You know, we had it last year, but we had the COVID interruption a little bit. We still ran it, uh, but uh, we had Matt Campbell from Iowa State and um, and Ents from North Dakota State, and 
the Ferris State coach, Northern, Northern Illinois staff was there. Paul and obviously the Badger staff was there. It was, uh, it was just a great uh, celebration of football, a lot of, lot of uh, learning, a lot of different speakers. High school, all the state champion coaches spoke, and um, really just a well-organized clinic. It was, it was great. I've been fortunate enough to speak at a lot of the other states around us in the Midwest, and uh, none of them compared to our state clinic. I mean, in attendance and the speakers and just the first-class organization, it was, it was great, and it's all com- culminated on uh on saturday night with our hall of fame inductees uh which we were fortunate paul martin a longtime um assistant coach of ours um offensive line defensive line coach was inducted so it was really a cool weekend and uh, a lot of great opportunities yeah pat and uh john smith back uh former uh Want to keep player coach at Middleton? Always back in your staff. I got to see a picture. Uh, he, he got presented a yep. twenty-five year from uh, Chris. What's it like when you get to go up and get an award from the head, head coach at Wisconsin? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Blake obviously played at the university, so I think that was that was neat. I was I was there with him, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. And Paul's uh, gracious enough to be there, and um, you know, kind of uh, handing out the awards and stuff for the awards night. So. Uh, it was special for John. He's a heck of a coach, um, and certainly deserving. Uh, it was it was a real pride point for everybody. So, what what advantage is it having? Uh, I mean, the clinic here with Wisconsin, and what's the relationship like between the staff and the state? I think it's good. I mean, they they opened up spring practice on Saturday. Uh, you know, their offices are open all the time for any kind of meetings. Um, their staff, not just Paul. Paul did a keynote, but the staff did a bunch of uh, technique stuff with people, and uh, they've always been very open, open door in terms of how they've handled it. So it's a first-class organization. I think marrying up the University of Wisconsin with the WFCA is just you know both both groups win. I mean, it's we 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 have great uh, resource in the university, and they do a great job with the speaking, and they you know they certainly want to build relationships with the coaches around the state so it, it really uh works out nicely i mean it's it's got to be a pretty busy time for them with spring ball uh but they manage it well and it was uh, a first class operation all the way dan brunner is the wfc a uh executive director and uh him and his staff did a a magnificent job just hosting and making sure everything was first class so what did you speak about i spoke about our, our program building our program kind of the 12 months uh Plan in terms of you know helping uh, coaches kind of look at different things that they can do throughout the year uh, to try to build their program and hopefully give them an idea or two to to look at within their own uh, individual programs. Yeah, you're you're pretty famous for your template. You've got every day. I mean, I can call you and I know you're doing what you're doing that day, and uh, you take a lot of pride in that. But again, coming from a, a coach, your, your dad, a Hall of Fame coach, and yeah. your brothers, and you know, the whole family that. Uh, um, it really is a process, isn't it? Yeah, you have to plan, and the games become so specialized, OD special teams, and there's so many different, you know, whether it's staff development, player development, youth program development, uh, you know, the touchdown club, all the different things, you know, arms that, that you, you're dealing with, you, you really do need to be organized. It certainly helps to have a great staff, which we have. Um, and I'm fortunate to have a bunch of guys that are very passionate about football and coaching football. So, yeah, it, it, uh, I think our template and organization is, is big. But I think a lot of schools are, 
are well organized. I think the state of Wisconsin is well represented in terms of that that area. Kids get a great uh, a great um, journey, um, you know, through their high school years, and a great you know, it's a lifetime memory. So it's a very positive type thing, and I think a lot of a lot of us go to this clinic and share ideas and thoughts and and different things. So it's a it's it's pretty cool to. They, you know, bounce ideas back and forth and, and listen to a lot of really good coaches. Pat Rice, the head coach of the state champion Wanakee Warriors football team, joining us here on Prep Mania. And Pat, I saw a few weeks ago that not only did your team win a state title uh, on the field, but off the field as well. The WFCA Team Academic All-State Award being awarded to your uh, kids this year. As a head coach, I mean, I, I imagine that makes it just as proud uh, right there with, with the state title on the field, right? Absolutely. It was really, really special. We, you know, we have a lot of seniors. So to get that award with 30, you know, 30 some seniors, uh, our team averaged above a three, three and had a number of kids more around 4.0. And, um, you know, you win with, with smart kids and committed kids. And, uh, we were just really proud of that. We talked about it a lot, you know, with, with the whole COVID year and spring, we didn't want their, their studies to slide. And these kids excel you know, on the field, but they also take a tremendous amount of pride in their academic end of it. And our school, our school district has high standards in terms of the academics, so it, it really was a thing that we were very proud of. Well, it is student-athlete, and being a teacher, you understand even more, right, Coach? <laughs> Absolutely. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a no-brainer, and uh, certainly we've tried to emphasize it through the years, and, uh, you know, a lot of our best teams are very uh, great you know, not only athletes, but uh, great, great students, and they take pride on and off the field. So it's it was a cool award and uh, something that was our whole staff, our whole community was very proud of. He said the word spring a year ago at this time. <laughs> we had <laughs> spring football. Uh, I know, and it was, uh, it, it's, it, it was kind of a weird year. You went from nothing to spring football. Quick summer, back into the season. You had a championship season. You feel like things are now kind of normalizing a little bit. Yeah, and and you know what, my my wife said we were we were down visiting my brother, and uh, she said, you know, what you're doing a year year ago, and I was like, I kind of blanked out. I said, I don't I don't really know. She goes, you had your first football game. This was a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh man, that's right. I mean, you kind of I don't know if I'm blocking it out or whatever, but it was a whirlwind. Um, you know, in terms of just getting it up on the field. I, I know I felt awful bad. We ended up undefeated in the spring, and I think that team would have had a deep playoff run, uh, really a talented group. I mean, we ended up going 20-0 and in 21 because those spring games were in 21, and I think that springboarded us to the, you know, the kind of season we had in the fall. But, you know, looking back on it, it was really unique. And I, now that now that we've gone through it, you kind of take a pride point. I don't. Hopefully, it never happens again. But to say you're, you know, coaching football in March uh, and and you know, kind of dealing with the snow and all the elements, it was. We tried to put a positive spin on it, make it fun. So now we're back into yeah our normal grind and uh, in terms of the spring sports and winter sports got through and the spring sports are going and. You know, we're kind of moving forward, so it's a lot more of a normal template for sure right now. Oh, one last thing. Um, because you had spring football last year, a number of coaches I talked to during the year that had the played found it some advantages of retaining information and technique and things. Uh, has the Coaches Association talked at all about having maybe a spring practice a, a week 
or five contact days or doing something uh, like in between the winter and spring sports to, uh, you know, because football is such a you know, physical sport? Um, I don't think there's been a lot of discussion on that with the spring sports and with the winter sports, and we all had to compromise and get along to make that happen, you know, last year. Um, you know, we have some contact days in the summer that we're able to take advantage of, and I think they're going to probably keep it that way. I'm on the uh, National uh, AFCA committee, and on that committee, there's, you know, the entire United States high school is represented, and you, you hear about the Texases and the Georgias having their their spring stuff. I, I just don't know if we, with, with the calendar and with the, the weather conditions, you know, never, I guess, say never, but that's, I don't think anybody's really pushing for it. It's more of a summer contact period uh, versus a spring period where we'd be stepping on toes. And we want to give kids opportunities, obviously, to you know, participate in all of their sports. And, um, you know, so I think, I, I think that was kind of a one-off. And, again, you have a lot of multiple sport athletes that uh, you Absolutely. want to take advantage for that. Yeah, for sure. We, we're not, we, we really were careful about that even with that spring season to make sure kids didn't have to make choices and were able to, to participate in, in their sports. And I think all of our coaches and administration did a nice job kind of working through that. So, um, yeah, you certainly don't want to take opportunities away from kids. Well, that is the great Pat Rice of Wanakee Football. Pat, appreciate the time as always. We'll catch up soon. You bet. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Pat. Thanks again to Pat Rice, the head coach of Wanakee football, reigning state champions in Division II, uh, as well as he does a whole lot of other stuff. He talks about the 12-month plan, Dennis. I thought that was uh, that was interesting. The season doesn't stop for that guy. He wants to go back-to-back this year. You no, know, I remember an old athletic director when the season they used to do the playoffs. You'd play like on a Wednesday, Thursday, then Tuesday, then Saturday. Yeah. And then when they eliminated that, there was a, week, a year we only had eight regular season games. And he said Pat was fit to be tied because the whole his template was off that year. But he had he had everything figured. Now it readjusted. Now there now uh, again the uh, amount of preparation and time it takes to be a high school coach in any sport that's and they're all year round now. Right. Uh, basically, when you're looking at it, and you're you're taking into consideration passing leads and weight training during the off season, and then multiple sport athletes and. And uh, a lot of times, I mean, your best – you look at the NFL, we'll use the example, 31 out of 32 picks what last year before were multiple sport athletes in high school. You don't have to specialize in a sport to go on to that next level. And uh, and it helps when you got some smart kids, too, in the classroom. Certainly so, does. again, that, uh, thanks for bringing that point out. That's uh, The WFCA uh, does a lot to promote that. Uh, the basketball coaches, too, uh, promoting the uh, all-academic teams as well as individuals. Right. No doubt about it. He's Dennis Semra. I'm Alex Stroop. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. We'll be joined by Rob Hamilton, the head coach of Sun Prairie Baseball, another state champion. That's next right here on ESPN Madison. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Rolling on here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app streaming live for free. Alex Strofe alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports Dennis Semrau, excited to continue our state championship 
guest marathon here as we are joined by the head coach of Sun Prairie Baseball, Rob Hamilton, on the first Midwest Bank talking text line. Rob, appreciate the time, and uh, as we get into the swing of things here, the weather probably not helping a ton, but I, but I guess my first question would be, how's the preparation going as we uh, kick off the baseball season? Well, first, uh, Alex and Dennis, I really appreciate you having me on, and uh, thanks, and uh, it's uh, it kind of is the same as always. Just uh, <laughs> we don't seem to ever catch many breaks here for spring baseball. Uh, it looked uh, you know pretty good before uh, March twenty first when we had tryouts. There was some sixties and seventy degree days, and boy, we haven't come close to touching that for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> That's what they call full but, spring, uh, Rob. Right? They call that full yeah, spring. Yeah. yeah, isn't that the truth? But uh, we actually took our team down to Indiana and. Had a couple of practices uh, down there, a little team bonding, and uh, worked out in, a, in a, on an artificial field down there, and got some work inside because it got cold down there as well. And so it's been uh, kind of tough sledding, but uh, hopefully we're nearing the end of that. And um, we open up tomorrow against La Follette, so it looks like uh, the weather's going to be decent enough for that. So we're we're excited. Yeah, Rob, I talked to some coaches earlier today. Uh, I actually, I'm going to spend my Saturday at uh, AmFam Field for some high school baseball there. Uh, have you had your kids played there before? And uh, what do you think about the Brewers having that uh, that availability? I know you have to sell a lot of tickets for it, but still, for kids that get to play in a Major League Diamond, that's got to be pretty cool. Yeah, we have done it in the past. We did it, I think, uh, two years. And um, it is, it's a, it's a pretty pretty neat experience um you feel very small out on that diamond with the uh stadium just engulfing you uh it is pretty it is pretty neat so uh kudos to those teams that are there this weekend and uh at least they know they're they're going to get their game in yeah when when you had a chance to be there you're in the dugout you ever think you know you see craig council on tv you see his managers leaning and going Wow, this this is something, you know. <laughs> I'm in a major league stadium. Yeah. It, it, big yeah, for the coaches it's, it's too. Pretty neat. Yeah, it it is. It's really it's really a neat experience. We uh we went up to the Metrodome several years just to to get inside before we had turf and um we had some good experiences in the Metrodome as well. It's kind of obviously the same the same feel and and whatnot. So that's really uh, a cool experience for those kids. Don't want to bring up a bad memory, but didn't you have somebody get hurt up there too? Yeah, our best player, Tony Butler, senior <laughs> year, he go for a ball in the first inning. Great memory. And tore his labrum and um, was out for the year. It was going to be our best hitter, our best pitcher, our best shortstop, and we lost him for the wow. for the entire year. For junior year where he helped lead you to uh, pitch, I think, the title game, wasn't it? Uh, championship game? He sure did. Yeah, great memory, Dennis. Yeah. What, what's Tony, um, what's Tony right. up to up to these days? Uh, he's living in the Madison area here and uh, working, and I think he helps out uh, once in a while with uh, Madison College a little bit, and helps out with us once in a while. And so he's uh, real good friends with my oldest son. So they they like to fish a lot, musky fish up at our cabin. So we get to see Tony quite a bit. Great All kid. Right. Well, when you're looking at uh, coming into the season now, I mean, last year you guys were pretty unstoppable. I think only lost two games during the year, won a Big Eight title. Uh, but now you've said this is going to be it for you. What almost everything you do is the last time. What's uh, I guess what's that been like for you so far? 
Um, you know, it really hasn't uh, been any different, to be honest with you. Um, just uh, you're just in the moment, you know, and you're just trying to figure out how to get a practice in and um, where are you going to be. Or you gotta, we've gone to, to GRB, we practice there. We practiced outside on our diamond on, on nicer days uh, like today, and we've been in the gym. And so, you know, when you're in the middle of this stuff, uh, it, it certainly doesn't feel like it's any different than any other time. Rob Hamilton, the head coach of Sun Prairie Baseball, joining us here on Prep Mania. Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau with you until 7 o'clock. And, and, you know, piggybacking off that, Rob, uh, your son Davis, obviously an honorable mention All-State guy a year ago, heading into his senior year. Uh, I imagine being a dad comes into play calling this your last year, right, as he goes on to play college ball? Right. Yep, yep. So I uh, wanted to keep coaching and until he was through. I was fortunate enough to coach uh, my other two sons drew and and ty and um so i wanted to, to see davis through as well and so i retired from teaching three years ago but i uh, thought i would uh, try to hang on and um our athletic director was nice enough to say yeah that's that's not a problem and so i've been fortunate enough to be able to coach all three and then when he's done it'll be it'll be time to for me to be done any uh, baseball plans down the road? Uh, you're going to be uh, hitting stadiums around the country. I mean, with your uh, uh, connections with Major League Baseball and the family. Um, any, any thoughts about uh, what's next? Well, like you said earlier, uh, my son's going to play at North Dakota State. So my wife has just recently retired uh, as well. And so we plan to hopefully go to, to a lot of those games. Um, we've never been able to go anywhere for spring break. So... Maybe uh, next year, depending on where he's at, we'll be able to get to Arizona and follow the Guardians. My brother works for them, and so we'll uh, hopefully get down to Arizona and see them and the Brewers play a little bit. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing concrete yet. So what's the family thought, Guardians now, after all these years <laughs> of the Indians? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says, he, uh, he says Indians about every other time right now. He's had notes all over reminding himself uh, to to say Guardians, but he said it's been over 30 years of uh, saying Indians, so he said it's a little tougher. Uh, but uh, he said it's fine; it'll it'll work. It's like um, uh, we still call Miller Park; it's Amfam Field, yeah. but uh, right. yeah, some habits die right. hard. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so what are the uh, outlooks? He had a lot of guys that went on the college ball from last year. Uh, is it uh, Josh at? Uh, Karan at the uh, Nebraska? Yep, Josh Karen is okay. uh, getting some innings at Nebraska, and uh, Carson Shepard went to Ohio University, and Liam Marino went to Missouri State. Um, Brady, Brady, Carter Wambach went, yeah. Brady Stevens went to Upper Iowa. Yep, and uh, Carter Wambach went to a junior college in Illinois. He just transferred to a, a different one. Um, and so, yeah, we were fortunate enough to have uh, – Really good uh, group of seniors last year, not only talent wise, but just awesome kids. And so it was; they were they were a blast to, to coach. Well, not too shabby of a team either this year, Rob. Uh, we're a little short on time, so we'll have to let you go here. But I'm sure we'll catch up through the uh, remainder of your of your final season uh, before the Sun Prairie schools split into two. Uh, did, uh, first, yep. I want to ask you about the uh, the Cardinal Classic with Sun Prairie and Middleton. The Cancer. When will that be this year? Do you have a date? May seventeenth, uh, it'll be here in Sun Prairie. It's uh, yeah, cards cards strike out cancer, and 
we're looking to have a, a big crowd there and raise some money for a great cause. So well, we'll have to I, come uh, out I know yep. you're running. Yeah, you're, I know you're running short of time, but I really appreciate you uh, putting a plug in for that. That's a great, great game, and love to hopefully pay it forward a little bit. And uh, if we can have people come out to that game and help us raise money, that'd be awesome. Well, that's fantastic. We'll uh, we'll plan to be there as well, like we were last year. As it's a it's a terrific event. Rob, really appreciate the time. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. It's Rob Hamilton, head coach of Sun Prairie Baseball, the defending state champions, looking to do it again as Rob Hamilton in his final season as the head coach and Sun Prairie in their final season as one team. They're going to have two high schools next year, Dennis. So yeah, that's correct. Uh, Rob getting out at the right time before he has to make a decision of which school he'd like to coach at, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, he's Dennis Semmer. I'm Alex Strope. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Cami Pepler from Hortonville High School, the Miss Wisconsin Basketball State Player of the Year, will join us next right here on Prep Mania. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Yeah, classic brings us back from break here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau with you. And I'll tell you what's classic. Winning player of the year in the state of Wisconsin, which is exactly what Cami Pepler from Hortonville High School did this year, 2021-2022. Miss Wisconsin in basketball, leaving Hortonville to an undefeated record in conference play in the regular season. About 14 points a game, three assists, three steals. Five rebounds a game. I think it flipped that, actually. Five assists, three rebounds, three steals a game. Uh, just a terrific senior year for UW-Milwaukee commit Cami Pepler, who joins us now on the first Midwest Bank talk line. Cami, appreciate the time. I, I just, I'll, I'll start there. Winning Miss Wisconsin. I mean, that's got to be a, a dream come true, a huge honor. What was your reaction to, to hearing you won that award this year? Yeah, honestly, um, it's a huge honor, especially being among such such a great class. I mean, there's so much talent in the 2022 class, but I was honestly shocked. I mean, it wasn't something I was thinking about, um, just thinking about, like, doing what my team needs to succeed and stuff. So I was really surprised when I heard it. Uh, you're with some pretty good players. Emily Lesh- uh, Lesh- uh, was it LaChapel from East, uh, Appleton East, Jordan Muleman's from De Pere, Lily Cron from Sun- uh, Prairie du Chien, and Mara Weeman, who we got to cover at Reedsburg down here. Uh, that's a pretty good group of p- players. Have you played with any of them on the AEU circuit or whatever? Or did you talk about the that you all were finalists for this award? Yeah, uh, I played with Emily, Jordan, and Lily Cron. We all played on the same team last year for AAU. So I know them all pretty well. So... Um, yeah, you said kind of surprised. You look at the numbers and people say, well, she only averaged 13 points a game. You're a point guard. Your job's not to score but to distribute. How cool is it for you when you get an assist? I, that's that's my favorite part of the game, making <laughs> making the right pass, getting other people open. So, you always been a point guard? I mean, at 5'6", you've probably been one of the smaller players growing up, I'm sure. But have you always yeah. been a point guard? Yeah, I've always played that position. What's your earliest basketball memory? Oh, wow. Um, well, I started playing Y-ball, so I was really young. It was like co-ed. Uh, I was probably, probably around like third grade, maybe, something like that. But, yeah. And then uh, you play other sports in high school? Uh, yeah, I play softball as well. Oh, so you're right. Have you had a game yet? <laughs> 
No, the weather weather hasn't been nice to us, so. I figured it, it's not good down here, so it's probably not yeah. any better good in Hortonville. Yeah. So, Cam, yeah. Cam, we just talked with uh, Rob Hamilton, who's the head baseball coach at Sun Prairie, uh, right before you, and and he was saying the weather is just not cooperated whatsoever. They're hoping yeah. to get a game in tomorrow, but but we'll see. Uh, Cammy Pepler, the state player of the year in girls basketball, joining us here on Prep Mania, uh, headed to UW Milwaukee next year. Cammy, uh, what was the recruiting process like for you, and how did you ultimately decide on on UW Milwaukee, not not going far from home? Yeah, so that was uh, not going far from home was kind of a main factor in my decision. But I chose Milwaukee pretty early. I knew I didn't want to go far, having siblings and such. But uh, I've gone to all the Milwaukee camps and everything, and I just loved it there, the campus, the people, the coaches, everything, and ultimately made my decision fairly easy. Yeah, you had coaches, former Badger uh, player. She's a pretty good young coach. Uh, what was the relationship like there? And when did you know, hey, I, here's where I want to go? Yeah, um, I mean, my relationship with the coach, I've been talking to them since, like, seventh grade, so I've been able to build this relationship oh, wow. for a long time. But they've always, like, welcomed me with open arms, and, like, they've really, like, they acted like they wanted me. Like, I know they want me and, like, stuff like that, which was really nice and comforting knowing I'm going to be in a good place when I go there. Seventh grade. Was was that through the camps, or was that actually the recruitment process? Um, Seventh grade, yeah. I started going to camps pretty early. Okay. But, like, I committed summer going in to high school, I think. or So it was pretty early, but wow. I was talking to them for quite a while. Well, that's terrific. Cammie Pepler from Hortonville joining us here on, on Prep Mania. And I, I, I just want to flip back to softball quick because a really solid season for you guys. The, the Polar Bears of Hortonville, one of my favorite mascots in the state, 23-5 uh, and five record la, la, last year in softball. What can we expect from the Polar Bears this year, Cammie? I mean, we got a, we got a lot of returners, so we're, we're looking to keep that rolling. But, yeah, I think it'll be a really fun season. Just hopefully this weather is on our side these next few weeks. We can get a few games in. Uh, what position do you play? Uh, I play outfield. And have you been on varsity all through your high school career? So last year was actually my first year ever playing football. My friends, my basketball wow. teammates convinced me to play. So I played I played center field last year. So yeah, 19 games played, 43 at-bats. Not not a bad line for you wow. in your first year ever play. That's a cool story, Cammy. Well, uh, well, yeah, I'm sure with AAU, right, uh, it was tough to play spring sport before. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. Sure. Well, terrific. Cammy Pepler, the Miss Wisconsin Basketball State Player of the Year this year. Cammy, congratulations on all the success. Best of luck with the softball season and uh, and your collegiate career going forward. Really happy for you and really appreciate the time. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. It's Cammie Pepler, Miss Wisconsin in basketball this year. Dennis, that's a really cool story. She just started softball last year uh, because, as a junior. and well, that's, that's an athlete right. right there, but as a point guard, yeah. Yeah, head coach at Milwaukee, Kyle Recklix, uh, played you know, a Wisconsin yeah. here. Kyle Black back in those days. and uh, But the recruiting process you know, starts at camps and the friendships, and uh, it's pretty cool that she committed that far in advance. Right. Summer, summer going into her freshman, freshman year of high school, you don't see that r- really ever, Dennis. I mean, that, that, that's super, super rare. And, or, uh, uh, she had her mind made up. Or that with the recruiting pressure as you get, you know, as pl- other schools get to see you play. And 
a lot of them don't honor, hey, I've got a commitment. No, yeah. until you sign that letter of intent November before, so it wasn't until last November that she was officially right. a Panther. So right. uh, the, the pressure's there. But, uh, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, just, uh, she's been outstanding. Uh, a career 85 and 20 with her as a point guard. Yeah, wow. Uh, he's Dennis Semmer. I'm Alex Strove. Hunter Vaughn running the show. Now, Hunter, i got to ask you a question because Cammie was super certain on where she wanted to go to college, right, before freshman year of high school. My understanding is y- you were a swimmer in college, correct, collegiate yes. swimmer at the Division three level, but you went to a couple different colleges, did you? Well, I mean, I attended a bunch of different schools because <laughs> I got kicked out of the first one because it was so bad. <laughs> I looked at a bunch of different schools, too, coming out yeah. of high school. I had no idea what I wanted to do, yes. and it just kind of worked out that UW-River Falls was the only school I got into out uh, of high th- school. There, there you go. So a little bit different of a story there, but <laughs> but to hear Cammie Pepler so sure about where she wanted to go as a 14-year-old, that's, that's mind-boggling to me. I had no idea what I wanted to do at 14. There's yeah. no chance. No, me neither. That's uh, that's really, really cool. She seems like an awesome girl and uh, obviously a terrific athlete, so excited to see what's to come for her at UW-Milwaukee as she begins there. Yeah, Miss next Basketball that started in 1982, and so uh, she's the latest in the long line. Uh, it goes to a senior player. So uh, for those wondering about K.K. Arnold out of uh, Germantown, yeah. She's got to be the front runner next year because she's been the Associated Press Player of the Year the last two years. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, she was unanimous on the first team along with uh, with it was a pretty good team on the, with uh, Pepler. So your memory is unbelievable. You're great, Dennis. Well, if I want you to remember one more thing, it's where you should go to get your next car. That'd be Zimbraconda right here in Madison for nearly 50 years. Zimbraconda has provided. The wonderful Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. And the trusted staff over there at Zimbra Honda will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbra Honda in Madison today, or you can head to their website at zimbrahonda.com to search current vehicle inventory. A big thanks to Hunter Vaughn for running the show for us tonight. And Dennis, always a pleasure hanging out with you. We'll do it again next week. You betcha. Thanks. You betcha. You, you're, you'll, you'll be all over the place. He's going to American Family Field on Saturday to watch some high school ball, and uh, you'll be you'll be watching opening day on Thursday, I'm sure. Yep, all day baseball. And uh, well, first of all, NCAA finals tonight. Kansas is going to do it. I think so. That'll do it for us. It's been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania.